website, ojtooks.com. That is O-J-T as in Tom, O-K as in Kite, S as in Steve.com, ojtooks.com. Welcome again to the While You Are Single podcast and enjoy the show. Here is O.J. Tokes. Hello, welcome again to another edition of the While You're Single podcast. I hope the podcast has been a blessing to you and I hope you have been sharing with your friends as well. If you happen to be in the Houston area on March the 20th, I'd like to invite you to join us for one of our While You're Single services. It will be taking place in Library 100 in Houston Baptist University. 7.45 p.m. Friday night, March the 20th, Library 100 in Houston Baptist University. We'll be talking about from closed doors to open doors. A closed door is just an open door to something or someone else better for you. Come find out more about this on March the 20th, 7.45 p.m. If you'd like more information about this, I encourage you to go to wildyouaresingle.org and get more information about that. Well, we have been talking about finding the right mate for your life. And here is the continuation of Lord, it's 2015 and I still haven't found my mate. What is the deal? Here is more of the deal. How do you know? I said, well, first and foremost, God said, I will make my helper comparable to him. Well, if God is making a helper comparable to him or suitable for him, or similar to him, or compatible with him, that means he was a helper too. Not only that, when God created a helper, how did he do it? He used Adam to create the helper, which means Adam must have been a helper for her to be a helper. Adam had the DNA of help for him to use to make another helper. In addition, the church is like Jesus' wife, the bride. So we are Jesus' helper. But let's be honest, who's really helping who? Jesus. Not only that, in John 14, verse 16, Jesus said, he said, I will pray the Father, some translations say, I will ask the Father to send you another helper. So I'm thinking, okay, if Jesus is sending another helper, who is the original helper? Jesus, but he's a man. So that's how I know that men and women help themselves out. Obviously, the way the woman helps the man, it's not the same way the man helps the woman. In some cases, we all have different strengths and we complement and help each other out. Okay, but... Again, Genesis 4, um, John chapter 14, verse 16, Jesus said, I'll pray you the Father to send you another helper so that he can be with you forever. And in John 14, 26, he says, when the helper, the Holy Spirit, some translations say comforter, when the helper comes, he will teach you all things. Some translations say he will teach you everything. And he will bring to your remembrance all that I have told you. In other words, the Holy Spirit will remind you of the word of God. Okay? Then in John 16, 13, Jesus says, When the Spirit of truth, meaning the Holy Spirit, comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own authority, 
He will speak what he hears from the Father. He will tell you things to come. Well, if the Holy Spirit, the helper, the comforter, if he teaches us everything, if he teaches us all things, if he guides us into all the truth, if he only speaks what he hears from the Father, then part of all the stuff that he's teaching us, part of all the stuff that he's guiding us to must include the spouse, must include your mate. So it makes sense to let the Holy Spirit help you in your search for whomever God has for you because he knows who that person is and he knows how to guide you to that person. The Greek word translated as comforter or helper is parakletos, connected to the word paraklete, which means someone that comes alongside to help. When God made a helper for Adam, he used his rib or his what? Side. So here's the connection again with a helper. God sets up helpers. Not hellions, not hell raisers, not help me's, but helpers. Let's travel to Genesis chapter 24. 67 verses. This is the story of how Isaac met Rebekah. It's my understanding that this is the longest verse in Genesis. Dedicated to Abraham finding a wife for his son Isaac. This story is very rich. A lot of scholars look at it this way. They look at Abraham as the father. They look at Isaac as the son of promise. They look at the servant sent to find a bride for the son of promise as the Holy Spirit. And they look at Rebecca, the bride, as the church. Scholars look at that story and say that whole story is pointing to the father using the Holy Spirit to fetch a bride or the church or the body of Christ for Jesus. In Genesis 24. Verse 2, Abraham gets his servant to make an oath to find a wife for his son. Unless you're reading from the Amplified Version, most versions don't show the name of the servant in Genesis 24, verse 2. But the name of the servant is mentioned, if you see the Amplified Version, it mentions it's there. But it's also, you'll find the name of the servant in Genesis 15, verse 2. Eliezer of Damascus. Eliezer, a combination of the words Eli and Ezer. You guys remember Ezer? So you know Ezer means help. Eli, you guys know what Eli means? Let me give you a clue. Remember when Jesus was on the cross? He said what? Exactly. Eli means God. So Eliezer is a picture of the Holy Spirit. Eliezer, God is help. That's what Eliezer means, or God of help. Okay? So as we look at this story, I want us to look at Eliezer as the servant, 
as the text reveals, but at the same time, I want us to look at Eliezer as symbolic of the Holy Spirit, okay? So Abraham gets Eliezer to go find a wife for Isaac, and he told Eliezer, he said, don't promise that you will not get a wife from the Canaanite woman amongst whom we live. I want you to go to my family, go to my country, and find a bride for my son. Let me stay right there real quick. That points to what we say about relationships. Look for somebody in the family of God. Look for a Christian. Don't look for somebody in the world. Unfortunately, some people have looked at that as grounds to forbid intercultural relationships. I, I, don't like the, I don't like using the word interracial because when you say interracial, I feel like there's a suggestion that there are different races. But the scripture says, I can't remember exactly where in 1 Corinthians 15, I believe it talks about how there's one kind of uh, race for humans or a kind of body for humans or something like that and one kind of birds, and one kind of goats, and all that kind of stuff. So I feel like interracial is a goat and a human being. That's different races, okay? Obviously, there are different cultures within the human race, okay? Nevertheless, some people have used that as grounds to forbid intercultural relationships. And just for the record, I am not encouraging intercultural relationships. It's only for those that God has called to be in that. It's not for everybody. Besides, I'll, I prefer the word intercultural because you may be black, but you're British, and you're black and American, different cultures. You may be white, but Catholic, and white Methodist, different cultures in the church. So the word cultural incorporates those dis, uh, differences sometimes. Nevertheless, the reason Abraham is telling his servant this was because in the Old Testament, the Israelites were the only children of God. Every other nation were not. Every other nation served pagan gods. The reason why Abraham is saying this is because if they intermarried with other cultures of the time, they will lead them astray and cause them to serve their gods, which is what happened in 1 Kings 11 verse 2. 1 Kings 11, verse 2, God told Solomon, don't mess with foreign women. It mentioned Egyptians. If I'm not mistaken, it mentioned Moabites and a whole bunch of people. But Solomon clung to them in love. And the Bible says when he was old, he wasn't fully faithful to God, which was the issue. If God had a serious problem, with intercultural relationships, then we will not have a Moses and a Zipporah. Numbers, I believe, is Numbers 12. Ethiopian. Moses married an Ethiopian woman. This may be news for some people. Like, what? Yes, it's in the text. He married an Ethiopian. Some scholars argue that's a different person. I'm not going to get into all that. Whether it's the same person or not, I think it's the same person because... I don't think there's any reason why the Bible will not mention it if it, was, if it was somebody different because we know Abraham had Hagar and Abraham had Sarah and Abraham had Keturah. We know David had a number of wives. 
We know Jacob had a number of wives. So why will all of a sudden you don't want to mention that about Moses? It doesn't make any sense. Nevertheless, whether it was the same person or a different person, the fact of the matter is it's in the scriptures. Moses married an Ethiopian woman. If the cultural thing was an issue, then the Boaz that we talk about shouldn't have married Ruth because she was Moabite. A diff two different cultural relationships. If there was a problem, we will not be talking about Esther. Married a Persian. If there was a problem, we will not be hearing about Timothy's mom who was Jewish and Timothy's dad who was Greek. This news for some people, but it's in the text. And this might help somebody. So in case you're called in that direction, you can think from the text. Nevertheless, the point is you want to marry within God's family as long as they are a Christian. Now, obviously, I am not encouraging you to be on the lookout for just any Christian. <laughs> Some people have Christ in, but they don't reflect Christ out. I'm encouraging you to look for someone who reflects Christ out. I think the best person that can let us know what it means to be in God's family is Jesus himself. In Mark chapter 3, Verses 32 to 35, Mark 3, 32 to 35, he was teaching a, 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 a bunch of people. And while he was teaching, he got word that his mom and his brothers were looking for him. And Jesus looked at the crowd. He looked at the group. He said, who is my mom and who is my brother? Then it said, the person that does the will of God is my mom, is my brother, is my sister. In other words, the person that does my word, the person that follows my instructions, the person that does what I tell them to do, that person is family. That is the kind of person we should be and we should be on the lookout for. Thank you for listening to the While You Are Single podcast. We hope that you were informed, inspired, and impacted. O.J. Tooks has written a life-changing book titled Rejected for a Purpose, How God Uses Rejection to Help You Find and Fulfill Your Destiny. If you would like to learn more about the book, please visit ojtokesministries.org. That is ojtokesministries.org. If you like Christian inspirational hip-hop, check out O.J. Tokes' Christian inspirational hip-hop album, A Breath of Fresh Air, which is now available on iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, and other music outlets. You can also learn more about his music by going to ojtokesministries.org. Thanks again for listening to the While You Are Single podcast, which O.J. Tokes presents weekly, every Monday. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, please share with your friends and join us again next Monday. Until then, take care and stay blessed.